0: This week on the TorontoGameDesk.com podcast, we track about Kali's Cave 3, uh, my spelling mistakes, and we give our opinions on VR. What's up, everyone? This is episode 20 of the TorontoGameDesk.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDesk.com. Made episode 20, the big 2-0. Woo, woo Uh the woo, woo person that you just heard is Brett from Hard Circle.
1: The one and only.
0: <laughs> and uh with us as well. Ten episodes in a row now is Dan. Oh yeah. Yeah. So episode twenty, so one more episode and we can legally drink in the States. Uh, Real Oh yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> that. that would be yeah, that actually that would be a good podcast, so maybe Brett didn't screw it up and didn't go over to Dan's <laughs> house last week. <laughs> we could have had drunk podcast podcast last week yeah although it's kind of early to drink yeah it's it's never early (laughs) it's 12 i mean we yeah we usually record like saturday morning that's kind of been our our go-to right now so it's a little early i think for alcohol for me anyways yeah Mm. Um, but if starbucks wants to sponsor us i'd be more more than down with that man
1: someday (laughs) one can dream yeah someday it'll happen
0: um, as always, our intro music was provided by Jake Bunda. You can check them out online. And the outro, which you'll hear at the end, is provided by one and only Dan. So thanks, boys, as, uh, as I just keep reusing this, the same song <laughs> for 20 episodes. And I have no intention of changing them because I like them both. So
1: Could update it after like a year, get them to do a new
0: track. Maybe like episode 50. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'll just give you the same track yeah. backwards.
0: Does <laughs> <laughs> no, that sound good? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably down with it. <clears throat> all right, cool. We uh, we shall start off with uh, the same stuff we do always. Now is uh, hype time.
1: Hype, hype. hype. Oh wait, <laughs> I don't have a thought. Hype. That, yet. hype.
0: <laughs> that was get hype. We should. All right, it's been like ten episodes or so. You guys haven't come up with something. That close. was a good one. Let's do. Let's do that. Let's just go. Hype, hype. hype. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Ill okay. uh Brett, do you have an update for us on game Dev drinks?
1: uh yeah, so game Dev drinks happening on January 20th uh I guess it's like seven pm uh, I should know the time, but I usually get there at six so I think it's a, I have it set for seven pm for everybody else um so our guest speaker um it's not updated on the event right yet, but I will have it up there is going to be Moonray Studios. Um, their studio out of Hamilton. Um, I believe the speaker that will be doing most of the talking is either going to be Dan or Nick, and they will be talking about uh, Moonray Studios and how they started off. Um, I think they're also going to be talking about the current game that they're working on, which is not... Well, they are working on Debris, um, but it, that one won't be ready to be seen until later in the year, supposedly. Uh, I can't say when, but I already know when. Um, but uh, they will be talking about it, and they will also be talking and probably demoing or showing off uh, Curious George, um, which is, uh, I believe, a Teletune game or something. I don't know too much about it because they've been kind of keeping it under wraps because of the NDAs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, can, they told me that that's what they will be showing. So eventually on Eventbrite, it'll be updated so everyone can go and uh, get their tickets and come out and check it out. Um, that'll be on January 20th. You didn't
0: just break that NDA, did you?
1: No, I'm allowed to speak of the game that they're working on, and I have the logo and stuff too for that game, so it's okay.
0: All right, cool. Um, By the way, you updated the logo for Game Dev Drinks. It's very snazzy. I like it.
1: Yeah, the logo, that was provided by uh, my homie Steven Dagg, who's also uh, a Hamiltonian artist and a video game guy, art director, really good dude. Yeah, yeah, he's doing some stuff for me also with uh, Heart Circle stuff.
0: Cool. Uh, someone emailed me earlier in the week, um, saying that they're just a young composer trying to, you know, just get into the scene stuff. And they just asked like suggestions. I actually linked him to episode 10 where Dan kind of, uh, mentioned like his tips, but basically, uh, Dan, I'll paraphrase, but basically you were saying like, just go to these events and network and, uh, and online yes. stuff is good, but like me going out there and meeting people is good. So head out to the game, dev drinks, there's the game jams, all that stuff. Good times.
2: As much of that as you could do as humanly possible. Yep. That's, that's the best way to get her done. Because I don't think I've done one game that wasn't, you know, that I didn't know the people first. You know? mm-hmm. I didn't know them first by, by meeting them in person. Every game and every game that I have sort of uh, on the horizon is all people that I know personally. You know, I've I've tried to get work online in the past, but it's just it's it's too futile. Don't even don't even bother. You got to meet mm-hmm. the people. Mm-hmm. And band outward
1: i agree and there's always there's tons of musicians or music people i don't know what to call you i don't know what to call you dan composer musician
2: yeah composer yeah that's i
0: like that he's composing dan on twitter so i mean
1: (laughs) there we go so yeah there's tons of music people musicians (laughs) composers (laughs) at gave def Drake. always there's at least two Yeah, guaranteed too. There's,
2: there's always a handful and, and uh, you know w- you know, we're all nice people we all just like to like to get together and talk shop and stuff like that so
1: yeah
2: so yeah so just come on out
0: nice cool uh, I don't have anything new to hype up and Dan is there anything anything going on that you want yeah, to
2: lots, lots of stuff but nothing I can really
0: <laughs> I can talk about it. Yeah, the so, sushi uh, what's the name uh, of the sushi place we went to last week uh, Niwa. Let's hype that place out. That, that was some solid sushi. That
2: was great sushi. As a matter of fact, uh, me and Katie took our neighbors out there last night, and I got that, that big dynamite roll that you got last time.
0: Oh, I was like, yeah, that was good.
2: Yeah, nice. Brett missed out. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> they got some good veggie rolls there, Brett, too, that yeah. you
1: love. See, I was just silent until there was something about vegetarian stuff. So it's <laughs> like, eat all the Eat all the fish you want, bro. There was was good
0: veggie rolls. Yeah, they had had some good veggie rolls. Mm. All right, cool. We're not sponsored by them either, but if they want to sponsor us, they can reach me at Steve at (laughs) (laughs) TorontoGameDose.com. With that being said, let's just go straight to news time. News, news, news. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Number one, I think I gave you guys in the wrong order, so just heads up. But number one, uh, Cali's Cave 3 releases on Steam, uh, actually released on Tuesday. So this is a platformer uh, that is currently – it's free. We were, so we were talking about this on the podcast or before the podcast. It's free on iOS and Android, I believe. Um, but he – or they made like a PC version <coughs> for Steam that has a lot of Steam achievements and, and kind of new assets and all that good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I believe it's fairly cheap. It's like – actually, I wrote it in here. Uh, 779 Canadian. It would be like 450 or I guess like six bucks if it wasn't if our dollar wasn't freaking terrible, but eight bucks. <laughs> uh you get a pretty solid platform. I've been playing it on my phone again. Um I I mainly run a Mac, but I'll uh I'll get this eventually. I hear a ton about this game.
2: I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly hearing about this game. I definitely wanna try it. I haven't gotten on iOS yet for whatever reason, mm. but I'm definitely gonna pick it up this week.
1: Well, I do have the the demo or No, I have the full game. Yeah. They gave me the full game, so I'll be live streaming it later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: let me know because I'm going to check out your stream because this is always a game that I really wanted to check out because I just hear a lot about it. I don't know if they have a great PR team or if they're just like – they're really good at hustling the name out there, but it's –
1: It's all about that hustle.
2: Yeah, man. Like I hear about it a ton, so I definitely got to try it. Definitely have to play it.
0: Yeah, and uh, Patreon's actually got the game too, so – Dan, I think, he, like, yeah, Patreon's got it, so you guys should have it in the email as well, so... It's only uh, on PC, right? It's only on PC, yeah. yeah
2: so I haven't, I haven't uh, done, the, I don't have, on PC, so I haven't done the, the code yet, but...
0: I actually have my PC, like, up and running and fixed, a friend at work, like, wiped it out and, and then just, like, reinstalled Windows on it, and it's running nicely now, nice. but now I'm just, like, afraid of, like, doing stuff with it, so... <laughs> It's just kind of been sitting in the corner. I mean, like updated or anything like that yet. Like all the Windows updates, so they're meant
2: to be used, right? So might as well crash it.
0: I know, and I mean, it's like (laughs) it's three years old, and I got it for free, so it's kind of it's uh, more than I've had my. uh, I guess I got my fill out of it, like more than Mm -hmm. more than enough. So, but yeah, CaliScape three. Download on iOS, download on Android, and uh, and Steam, and check it out. And follow them on Twitter. Really cool cats too. So make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, uh, one more story games releases hardbacking lullaby. So, one more story games is a developer up in Barry, um, mm-hmm. and they kind of release this, this uh, platform called uh, I'm going to like be blanking on it right now. It's like Story Stylus is like what you use to create it, and then like there's a thing that you can download that is basically all the story driven games. So, right, really like text heavy and kind of more focused on uh, narratives than mm-hmm. than anything. So. Their idea is like you can, if you're a writer, you can download this then to put your game, like your kind of short stories, into a game format. So they released like a new game on there that's uh, a like kind of a space, uh, like a near a near future, like space drama sort of thing. So
1: cool.
2: Choose your own adventure sort of.
0: Yeah, like you kind of make your choices and stuff like that. And they're like this one, they're they're pretty like short and sweet sort of thing. I think this one said it was like half an hour um so it's just kind of like choose your own adventure and and uh i was playing a little bit of it just going through it um really cool like idea and if you're like into story driven games like you know pay attention to one more story games because they're that's like that's their bread and butter like that's what they're kind of banking on so cool Hmm. check it out and uh yeah it's like i always loved like you know there's the phoenix Wright series on ds yeah um there's like a few on DS actually that were kind of like book games that I remember people saying. Um, there's a lot on like Android and and phones and stuff like that. So check them out; they're fun.
2: Fortunate because they're on Android, PC, and Facebook, and I have neither of those things. <laughs> <Everybody laughs> I know <on> Facebook.
0: <laughs> I uh, I barely use Facebook. I actually I, I did to play this game. Yeah. Um, they they told me they're working on like an iOS version, but right now it's just those. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out on iOS. They
1: have a spelling yeah. error. Where do
0: I or do they or they do?
1: They do for their write a story contest. They got two eyes in the right. Like, uh, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling them out. Get your <laughs> writing. Get your <laughs> use that spell check. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know, man. I got rid of Facebook like two years ago and I do not miss it.
1: But I uh, like I, would I, to I use it. IOS, though. It's a dying platform, though.
0: Facebook? I think so. They got that VR, though.
2: Yeah they
1: do.
0: <sighs> we're gonna talk more more about VR in the in later in the podcast but <laughs> we will hold the VR conversation until later. I wonder what Brett thinks of VR.
1: Yeah, you can already <laughs> so tell just my awesome. <laughs> VR, whatever.
0: Alright, perfect. So one more story games, check them out on Twitter and stuff like that too. Cool uh cool people up in Barry, so Awesome. Boom. Uh number three. Uh, Robo's World the Zarnok Fortress gets green light on Steam so this is actually I'm a little late on this one it was it was up on uh, Steam Greenlight a few months ago I wrote about it uh, and it got approved there's a free demo there Um, two studios working on this one blue screen productions and throwaway games working on this one looks like a cool platformer Um, it's it's expected in 2016, so there's no like release date or anything like that. But it is right. expected uh, this year on Steam. There is a demo too that you can check out. So mm, I'm looking at it. Give it a shot. You can download it right now, Brett.
2: What's the name for this style of game? Because it reminds me of, of like you know, obviously you get a little you get a little sort of uh, Metroid, you get a little bit of sort of uh, Mega Man. Yeah, in it's there. just
1: a it's a platform adventure game.
0: I'm feeling I I I, I feel a sense of like. Uh, you, they want you to a, like speed speed run it sort of thing too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It gives me a little Metroidvania vibe. Yeah,
0: what? yeah, that'd be cool. I'm down for Metroidvania. I would love like a Castlevania, Metroid, like Castlevania game like every year. Me too. I would love that.
1: This is your game.
2: This is
0: the one. Or a Metroid game every year, but oh, right. <laughs> Nintendo wouldn't really do that. I don't think. <laughs> no, they don't even know what they're doing with. That franchise. Yeah, so. actually the last one was that Wii one, right? That was like Prime what? or whatever it is? No, it I wasn't, c- wasn't. I can't there, remember. Wasn't there one by Ninja by Team Ninja or whatever that made Ninja guy, in? Mm, I can't remember. I don't know the answer But there hasn't been a new Metroid in a while, so. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a new Metroid, this could be this could fill that gap in your heart. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Robo's world is Zarnok's fortress is open world 2D tactical action platformer take on the massive interconnected Zarnok fortress and sabotage its crucial systems to halt its advances on the world your foe remains ever vigilant learning from its mistakes and actively re- repairing sabotage zones
2: so open world zones and stuff yeah that definitely starts to ring that, that sort of metroidvania vibe
0: yeah exactly like everything's kind of connected and stuff and yeah, that's
2: cool alright we'll check it out
0: yeah, so there is a demo. So download that. Let me know what you think. Let uh, the developers know what you think. I uh, Actually, I, I haven't downloaded it yet, but maybe I'll give it a shot now. Uh, I put it in the the story. Okay. Mm.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm looking for the download thing.
0: Um, where did I put it? Oh, maybe I didn't do it. I'll oh, put no, all of right. them. You can download a free demo for the game on the official website, the, the last link.
1: Oh, I was clicking all the ones at the top first. <laughs> Come on, boys. Read the story. Come on. I read it like nine times. <laughs> <laughs> and I even I even liked it. Like I know someone here didn't like it.
0: <laughs> There's only one like and three of us. So, hmm. yeah. so I know two people didn't like it. <laughs> I'll like it. I don't even know what liking does. It's not like I get it. I don't know. I don't it just, get it. It's a cool little graphic that happens when you push it. That is cool. The hearts kind of pop up. Yeah. Yo, like all my stories on uh, TronGameDoes. dot com. I d- but we, I don't, we don't know
1: what it does.
0: <laughs> I don't think I get a notification or anything like that that says because when someone comments, I get an email and a, like a little kind of uh, and uh, like a pop up or a notification like in Squarespace oh. that says like someone commented or whatever.
1: Oh, so if I were to comment right now by like saying great article, <laughs> great read, bro. Thanks. Keep keep them coming. Yes,
0: yeah, so I'll get an email about that.
1: Let me see. Keep them coming there we go post comment
0: I'm oh I gotta put a name in oh man <laughs> one minute <laughs> <laughs> while Brett comments on my story to me but not actually saying it to me I'm going to take this sh- chance to thank the patrons uh, we have oh I gotta click on the see all of them now uh, we have Lee Toby Rory Dan Chris Renaud Anthony EM Steven Eric and Brian we're up to 11 now so yeah. thanks guys thanks for everything yeah sweet, sweet the The website, like renewal fee or whatever, is at the end of March. So I'm just like banking my Patreon money until then, and and can just wipe out the. It's gonna be like 250 bucks. So nice. Yeah. Have you commented on the story yet?
1: Yep, I just did.
0: I don't have the email yet. Hmm. Oh wait, I was looking the wrong email. Hmm. Oh, one new. Oh, new comment. Great read, bro. Keep them coming. Thanks, Brad. I will. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving right, moving right <laughs> along then. Uh, actually, we'll save the interview for last. So we'll talk about uh, number four, the uh, the great emoticon or emotion, I guess. Mm. Um, actually, I feel like I'm.
2: Yeah, it's icon at the end there.
0: Yeah, there's icon you know,
2: there. is an emoticon so the great
0: emoticon. Oh, and I messed up the spelling.
1: Oh, I'm going to leave a comment there.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm oh, fixing that. I'd like that. Fixing that right on the podcast. It's the freaking pie, phantom Python all over again.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm writing a nice comment in here, bro. <laughs>
0: it's emoticon. I know. Don't leave that comment. I'm actually fixing it. Live on the podcast. <laughs> all right. Um no comment. <laughs> so actually you found out about this game from uh Thirteen AM Games, the guys from Runbo. Yeah, they made a post about it. That's where I heard about it.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah, they, they like tweeted out the story. Um something oh, my... It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks like really so once I log in to fix everything, I will talk about it. Um the great motor. Motocon is a top-down action-adventure game set in a charming post-apocalyptic future powered by the three prime emotional energies, glad, mad, and sad. Play the last science night of oddball, oddball world ruled by the nefarious and passive-aggressive king of the Motocons. Such a, like, <laughs> cool story. Um, oh, that is my email. Someone run with the podcast for a minute while I fix... Uh-oh.
1: Yeah, looks what are we supposed to
0: do? <laughs> <laughs> You're lost without me.
2: No, honestly, like I'm checking it out now, and it's it's really cool because it's got a mix of sort of a retro aesthetic and a really sort of new streamlined graphic style too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something really simple and really compelling. It's uh, I like this a lot. Um, it looks like they mix different game styles too. Like I get a little bit of that that top-down RPG vibes. Mm-hmm. From I'm seeing some a-
1: twin-stick shooting going on too. Exactly. It looks like. I was just about to say, yeah, there's like a twin-stick shooting section over here, too.
2: And there's other sections where it, the camera seems to zoom in and give you uh, a different sort of perspective. Uh, I don't know. This looks really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm liking it. I need it on Steam. Let's make it happen.
2: Well, so what platforms are we on here?
1: I think Xbox. Oh, PS4.
0: I thought it said uh, Wii U. I'm still Whoa. Fixed. I'm still fixing. Wii U.
1: I'm still fixing another, stuff. There
2: might be another uh, fix you got to make. Oh,
1: mind. there it is. Wii U, Xbox One, and PC.
0: No okay. PS4? Wow. I grabbed that from their press. Uh, so that one I'm certain I'm right about because I remember thinking about that, but I grabbed that's, it from their press, uh, their press list. It does say
2: PS4 um, in the tags at the bottom.
0: Oh, but in their press kit, it doesn't say PS4. No. Bro. Tags. <laughs> this is like just the <laughs> the great <laughs> shaming. You know what? Like, yeah, we're just editors of the live edit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: Why do you got this PS4 in here? <laughs> you gotta watch your tags, bro. <laughs> Where, is
0: it? Where does it say PS4?
1: In your tags, the, at the bottom.
0: The tags at the bottom. It says PS4 Toronto. Oh, those tags? There's other tags? Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought you meant, oh, uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'll fix live that. Live edit. <laughs> I'll fix that too.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, so that's interesting. There's no PS4 release. I wonder why. Hmm.
0: What's it?
1: I don't know. Maybe just not yet. It's all right, bros. If you need an email for a contact at PS4 headquarters, just call me.
0: You have a contact at PS4? <laughs> yes. <laughs> can I can I contact them so I can go to the Sony right. press conference? I right the janitor at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a
1: high up email, bros. So, and no, I can't.
0: Director of janitors. <laughs>
1: I well, it depends if we're going to E3, just tell me so I can uh, get us all the press kits that you, that's stuff you want. I am going to E3. I thought you were taking Are you taking me? Uh, no. Oh. Well, guess you're going to have to figure out how to get into those events. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in them. That's cool. Are you going? Uh, I think so. I I'm, I'm saved up for it, so it all depends on when we release Pixel Jones like in the timeline of having Pixel Jones ready. So oh, okay. we'll see. Like, okay, cool. Like, yes. Don't ask you,
2: too many questions, don't you? Uh, you can ask
1: questions. We're working on the project now. Like Pixel Jones is being underway. Do you have any assets to show off? Uh, nothing. Steve hasn't sent me anything new yet. No, we I have haven't some... sent you anything new yet. No, the other Steve, oh, my okay.
0: Steve,
1: not you. Oh,
0: huh. I'm going to go to hardcircle.com just to check out see if there's anything there.
1: Uh, we should be putting a new blog post out probably next week just to talk about what we've been Can up to. Back up
2: now?
1: Yep. Website's up. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, the website's still like a work in progress though. I'm going to just try to find a spelling mistake. For what? On your site. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is even, even though I do have people who like proofread my stuff.
2: I, I like this though it looks like I like the parallaxing with the Pixel Jones stuff
1: me too uh, I can't wait for more of this game yeah me too man. to get underway it's uh it's just sitting there waiting waiting to be done
2: well uh, ever since Steve showed me that that little uh, teaser thing that he put together I was I was like man I can't wait to work more on this game
1: <coughs> same here alright and
0: we so- we like just started back up alright what's next <laughs> So, Great Emoticon, uh, check them out on Twitter and whatnot.
2: Definitely check it out because it looks badass.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling it. It's coming to Unknown Consoles, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: want to learn more about this. Story. Check
0: this thing out. Yeah. Uh, all right, number five. Uh, another exclusive interview with uh, Eric from Horrible Unicorn Game Studios. They're making the um, Legacy of the Copper Skies. Mm-hmm. uh which we've talked about in the past pixel sorry pixel uh like a pixel art like top down kind of action game where you play like two characters so it's like co-op um like co-op puzzles and stuff like that so <clears throat> uh always with these interviews the goal is just to kind of get an idea of where they came from mm-hmm. and then you know what they're working on in terms of uh the, the project that they're currently working on and what the scene is like in the area that they are. So sometimes it's Toronto with uh, Eric, it's actually London, um, and just their thoughts on that. And then just kind of any anything else I want to talk about, like the game. So it doesn't really like always focus on the game, it more more so focuses mm-hmm. on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, so just some blurbs from the... Sorry? Working with Square on this game, eh? Yeah, they did this Square Collective um, like fundraising thing which is basically square like you get their like you know email newsletter marketing sort of stuff so you get a lot more eyes on your product but then they like take a cut Okay. um so it's kind of like a give and take so you get like a lot more eyes to see your game but you like are paying you're basically paying for like the marketing so
2: but but only in uh only in sales
0: not so well i think in like like whatever your kickstarter it's always for kickstarter stuff so whatever your kickstarter does like part of it will go to like kickstarter and part of it will go to square if you do it this way and then you get the rest
2: that's pretty good because i mean it's like paying for pr you know with your back end your front instead of you know putting up money that you don't have
0: yeah exactly and so uh you know, actually, from the interview, just to clarify, Square Enix isn't actually funding us at all, but if they wanted to, smile the face. Square Enix Collective was a great place for us to pitch our idea and kind of shop it around for the public to see if they like the idea. I think Square Enix has built something really cool with that and hope they continue success with it and grow the programs they seem to be doing. So for us as a studio and as a game, it was awesome, but it was definitely a roller coaster of emotions. We started out doing really well, then all of a sudden we get an extremely high ratio of no votes. In the beginning, we got like one or two no votes per every 10. Then all of a sudden, it shot up to like six for every 10. Huh. Hmm. I'd gone from super happy that we were doing well to being crushed like in like a day. Fortunately, the bulk of these voice votes were fake. Square Enix has a system in place that detected the shady votes and were able to remove them, but it was tough. This is our baby. No one wants their baby to fail. So they definitely get like a lot more like, fuse, but then, you know, it sounds like some of them are kind of spammy and stuff, so.
2: Yeah, you always got to worry about them spiders and bots.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
2: Mess the votes.
0: Um, Just another blurb. Uh, It's the studio's first game, so when we started, we actually were going to make a completely different game. Then another studio, or another startup, up popped and announced they were making essentially the same thing, but had a bigger team and more money. So that was super awesome. Fortunately, we had some other ideas we were pumped about, and like, see if the Copper Skies was one of them that we wanted to do. Pretty much all of us here at the studio are huge fans of Zelda and cl- classic NES, SNES games, so we wanted to take what we loved for those games, but modernize them in a bit and add our flair to, to that style of game. So it does have that like Legend Zelda, like SNES feel to it, mm-hmm. um, especially like the graphics and like how the grass looks and all that stuff. So they, uh, they're still working hard on the game. It's not. Uh, it's planned for right now they're aiming for PC and Mac in Q1 of 2017 so essentially a year from now uh, but they're you know they want to put it on like the bigger consoles as well so
2: I like the art style I'm like I'm looking at the the one screenshot you have here with the, the blue red and green sort of domes that are just placed next to the fence here and what oh yeah it's, yeah it's, yeah we're in a different world you know, I mean, they've done a good job of creating a, a new just kind of sucking you into a different world.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I like. hmm. I'm lucky. I'm excited for it. Um, so you can check I them do. out. Uh, they're on Twitter. They're on the website, stuff like that. So thanks for Eric for doing that. Patreons also got that interview actually like way earlier this time, just because it, they finished it like the end of December, but that's when the game of the year voting was going on. Um, nice. So just kind of had this one in the back burner and, and launched it now. So, Thanks. Nice. Thanks for Eric uh, for taking the time doing that, and uh, Jeffrey, who kind of set it all up. There, uh, the marketing guy over there. Um, thanks, Eric. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
0: any final thoughts on news or anything in general? No, <laughs> I read it all. Perfect. Thanks. Did you comment? Did you make any more comments? Let me check my email. No, I didn't make any more comments. Any more spelling mistakes where I got the name of the game just completely wrong? No, but I'm going to have to make sure I double-check that now. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, if, you, if you could do it shortly after I posted instead of like five days later. Well... And in, and
2: in a very public forum.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, it happens. No, it's all good. That's funny.
0: <laughs> oh, well. It,
1: it just makes the podcast even more like lively.
0: It's happened before and I usually people will like tweet at me and say like, oh, it's actually called this or whatever. Mm. Um but <laughs> so I was, no one, I was <laughs> never told about this one, so... Oh, well. It happens. Yeah. Um, cool. That's uh, that's it for news time, then. Cool. News, news, news. Oh, I thought you were doing the news. Oh, yeah. News. <laughs> news. News. It's over. So I asked on Twitter what we should talk about for the big episode 2-0, because uh, I didn't come up with anything on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get the... What the person actually said, and it's going to be Brett's favorite topic ever. <laughs> oh, uh, VR is really big right now. Uh, not... Oculus. Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> a lot of people are talking about VR right now. Uh, a lot of, um, I mean, Oculus Rift's price was announced. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was. I wonder if they were expecting that backlash, like. Well, well, we'll carry on with your thing before we jump in there. So, someone just reached out and asked like what Toronto developers are working on Oculus Rift the, or on VR in general. So, the big one is uh Alien Trap who's working on that kind of mod box one that we talked about a little yeah. while ago. Uh another one was uh I believe Phantom, Phantom Compass mm-hmm. Compass has like announced they have like VR and they're like I think they're working on it for their um car racing game that's Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's not like it's not like a super focused on that, I'll say. The card game's called the Auto Age, by the way. Yes, thank you. I haven't written about it yet. It's on my to-do list. Yeah, they, they've they been pumping out a lot of stuff about it. And then I did meet a developer at last year's Level Up, uh, Jake, who had this, like, and I talked about it on the podcast actually back then. Um, he worked on, like, the Survival Island sort of VR game, so it was a lot of, like, concepts of, like, you know, hitting the two stones together to make fire and walking around, shooting arrows yeah. stuff like that. Those are the ones that I know of. There might be more. It's, uh, but it's you know, it, it, it's a thing that's happening, uh, whether Brett likes it or not. Um, and I don't know. Are we, so let's open this. Are we excited for VR? No. <laughs> let's start with Dan. Dan, are you excited for, for VR? I, I we're gonna play good
2: patent cop bad cop on this one, man. I, I totally am excited about VR. Yeah. I, like I mean, yeah. There was some backlash on the price. When it came, you know, when, when it was announced, I guess, was that earlier this week or last week or something? Yeah, it was
0: it was earlier this week, I think. Um, but <clears throat> for those who didn't know, six uh, Oculus Rift said, or sorry, Oculus said that it'd be like 600 bucks. American. Um, American. <laughs> so $7 million Canadian. But you also need like a super high-end PC to run their um, yeah. Their thing you can't just run it on like your macbook or
2: well or <clears throat> or. i mean it's not it's not for uh, at this point it's not even prosumer really it's just it's for oh, it's definitely ad-
1: not for casuals
2: yeah it's 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 for early adopters who you have to have the latest of everything and it, you know that that's that's got to be what they're banking on they can't be expecting regular casual people to to want to buy like regular consumers to want to buy spend that much money on it and also most people don't have the gear <clears throat> that are going to make that an actually enjoyable experience.
1: Well, they were selling uh <laughs> a, a box with it too. So you could buy the VR and a PC for oh, it was like $1500 or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So they were looking out for you. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, I mean that's that's still too expensive for most people obviously, but you know. It's like $2000 Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, for for any kind of a system, I mean forget about it. It's, it's again. It's just for early adopters. It's got to be at this point, and then you know, people. Once it becomes more affordable and whatnot, but I mean, from what I from what I gather, <clears throat> you know, like the regular sixty frames per second that work for playing a game on a screen is, you know, you need more like ninety frames per second so that you don't get headaches when you're playing it on uh, on VR. Mm. So you just need you just need really great gear to be able to play it and apparently everything has to be drawn twice as well Mm. so uh, you know once for each eye or something like that so Mm -hmm. at that point again you just need really great gear and most people don't have it it's it's just going to be an early adopter thing for now i I can't you know they they can't be expecting it to be something like you know when a new playstation system comes out and sells 10 million on a weekend or something like that
1: Mm. but are you excited for vr am i excited for vr
2: just the concept in general, like not necessarily the price, and, and
1: yeah, I'm excited. Okay, the only thing that excites me, even an <laughs> inkling about VR, is <laughs> not even VR. It's the it, it's pushing technology towards a holodeck. Like that's all I'm thinking. Like I don't, I honestly do not care about VR. What's like, holodeck? Like a holodeck, actually having like oh. Star Trek, man. Like it's pushing gaming forward technologically, which is a good thing um i just will never wear one i won't i probably will not partake i'm interested in the sony one a little bit because i'm curious as to how it's going to work on their low end machine mm-hmm. so yeah, i'm what, like hmm, that's interesting that's but. what
0: people are saying cuz uh, the that and i think that's what even Oculus said the founder was like well we're going after different markets cuz yeah. the playstation one's going to be it, interesting i guess because it has to run the ps4 which you know is not like a high-end like gaming pc anymore yeah like Um, there
1: could still be like ps like sony could be like hey here's the ps5 now like they could just drop that on us and be like it's vr enjoy like they could they could do the same thing as the oculus rift like we don't even know what's happening there so that could be something like a whole new package like yeah enjoy we made a better ps4 just for this
0: yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I'm not... I haven't been super following it. Uh, it was VR in general. <clears throat> uh, it was at... PlayStation VR was at uh, Tokyo Game Show. That's actually when they like, announced that it wasn't Morpheus anymore. It was PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. And the lineup was just like ridiculous. Like, it was out the door. Um, so I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. The only time I've actually ever played VR was uh, when I got to play uh, Jake's game at um, Level Up. So... That was like my one taste and uh, of recently, however, I remember, and I think I would have been in like grade six or seven or eight, uh, at Niagara Falls with the family. Um, and we were in like some arcade and they had set up like VR with Duke Nukem 3D nice. and it like blew my mind, like how cool it was. Like it, they had the pad and everything that you can run on and they gave me like a fake gun and stuff. Um, and I remember playing Duke Nukem 3D like that, and I remember the level and everything, and it was so cool. And you know, I was like, I was like a little kid. I was like twelve at the time. Um, but I would love to like experience that like just wowness again.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, apparently it's just a really compelling experience. Like
0: uh, the first couple
2: experiences I had with VR, you know, I I just think the systems they were running on didn't really because I had a headache after. I had a little bit of motion sickness. Apparently, the headache's caused by just not being able to get up to that frame rate where everything's super smooth.
1: Right. Yeah. And
2: apparently, the motion sickness is caused by lag when you're, when you're moving your head and the camera's moving a little bit behind you. You start to feel sick. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you get neck pains by wearing something heavier on your, on your head the entire time, right? So all of these things obviously were an issue, too, with like Virtual Boy back in the day and any other attempt to get really good... VR, just you know, the the technology just wasn't up for it at the time, and I think now, you know, from some accounts that I've read, Mm -hmm. uh, I would be really interested to try a very smooth experience where there is no lag and where where it really does feel like you know, real life, you know, where it's not you know Mm -hmm. you can't you can't see the 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 blinking frames and whatnot.
0: Yeah, they are working on like an uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, Ace Combat for PlayStation VR. And that I am like down with that. Like that I feel like it's the experience that I like mm-hmm. that's I, for VR, like I don't see it working for like platformers or like or you know, with the first person shooter. Like I had to be like in this like trackpad thing holding a mm-hmm. fake gun like I I don't think it really works I, like I can't see a full game where you where your character has full movement it would have to for me it would have to be games where you're like you know in ace combat you're just like stuck in a mm. uh, in a plane and you just fly the plane you look and you fly it and yeah st- and stuff like that like it has to be like those experiences where you're not moving but you're in something that is moving
2: yeah. submarine a car
0: yeah exactly racing games like racing and flying games i think would be pretty cool obviously like everything has to work but that's the what i kind of see succeeding it was kind of mm. like when connect came out and like they tried to just have connect with everything and then it just connect just kind of became like a microphone to like do commands and a dance thing. Like that's Mm -hmm. all it was really used for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not
1: too sure if people really want to be running around. Like people got angry with the Wii. Right. And they're like, Oh, I have to wave wave my hands around. And it's like, okay, I I enjoyed playing my Wii because I I got right into Wii bowling. It was fun.
0: Wii bowling was, Um, was like still like one of the best games I'd ever released for that system. Like, Yes, I have <laughs> to agree, actually. And, like, I, I, yeah, like, I enjoyed
1: the movement controls and stuff like that. But even Nintendo kind of went, hey, we're not doing that anymore because P- the backlash alone was kind of like, we don't want this. We want to just sit and play with our controllers. So the VR, the whole entire VR thing is going to be incredibly niche and it's just going to be off to the side as a thing to do. Now, will it take off? I don't know. I'm more interested in the HoloLens personally by Microsoft. Um, that has an interesting potential. So I'm not
0: familiar uh, with HoloLens because Microsoft doesn't really have a VR thing. Like, like has. HoloLens
1: is their augmented reality, so it's kind of VR augmented reality system. Okay, I'm not super familiar, so I'm going to Google this while you guys talk. we we'll do it. It's like the system of all systems. I'm, I'm trying to get one, a dev kit for one they're about I can't say how much they're cost but I have my I have my uh I'm in queue for one are they so. are they expensive yes okay it looks for really the dev light. kit yeah it, but, uh, it showed it at E3 last year so I'm surprised you didn't see it unless you didn't watch the Microsoft press conference
0: i don't uh no i think cuz microsoft's usually like in the morning on the on the the day mm. where i have to work i watched it at work but that's all right. Oh, I see. Sometimes
1: I take E3 off. Actually, I make that a vacation time for me.
0: I'm, I'm taking E3 off. I already got my. I'm already taking E3 off this year. So nice. So instead of instead
2: of putting you into a new space, it it adds to the current space you're in, sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It looks like everything's just kind of there in the space that you're. That's cool. Actually, are they making this for Xbox One, or is it going to be? Is it just like a the I.
1: Uh, I can't say. From what the I like from the NDA side of things, I can't say anything about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But whatever's <laughs> released out there, you guys can read about it. I I believe it is coming to Xbox One though. I believe so, and I think it's also going to be working for Windows Ten. Like I think that's already out there already. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. Th- that one I'm way more interested in though. For some reason, the VR. Uh, I don't know VR is just there
2: well the VR I mean the VR is kind of the closest thing I think you're ever going to get to a holodeck because you're like I mean you'll have to go somewhere nobody's going to rich people might have a, a room in their house dedicated to something like that but
0: I will yeah. well we can't all be baller like Brett yeah, like, I'm like I
1: wouldn't even have a bedroom it'll be just a VR room
2: just a holodeck
1: yeah it'll be all holodeck <laughs> like pure holodeck you'll be coming over to my place just to play in the holodeck I mean, Dude, the mid, that would be if folded. the whole room is a holodeck your whole you're like if you take in the principles of what Star Trek did you don't even need a room you just I mean uh, a bed or anything you just need the room and then just holodeck it because everything becomes reality right so it's just like yeah what bed am I sleeping in today well whatever I freaking want it'll be <laughs> awesome
0: I think we're a little bit off from that, <laughs> that <laughs> be a little bit. Yeah, we're quite a ways yeah a ways but a ways. we had to put up with crappy VR <laughs> I can't wait for episode 50 where, where Brett just apologizes to VR <laughs> <laughs> and the PS4. Nope. So. Oh. Like, <laughs>
1: I'm not even going to be buying VR until, like, nine years from now. I'll probably buy VR
0: before I buy a PS4. I, I, I'll say that. You just said that you're more you're interested in, like, what PlayStation's VR was. Yeah, but out of the two. And Nino Cooney Kuni comes out for PS4 in, like, three years, two years.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. Uh, probably getting a ps4 (laughs) i forgot about nino cooney it's
0: only a matter of time Uh, um so i mean as far as like toronto developers goes like yeah it's alien trap it's uh it's phantom compass there's probably a few others um i mean i i'm not super known in like i don't know the vr world that much like i was when i heard that price i was like freaking blown away like i thought vr was going to be like 200 bucks like like sort of connect like when connect came out it was like, what, 150 or so? 100, 150. And people still lost their minds then. Um, you know.
2: it's just I can see, There's a lot of potential there, obviously. I mean, you're going to be... They're, uh, they've already released that. Uh, there's a movie uh, studio made. It's like a short film called Henry mm-hmm. where you're actually in the movie and you're a character in the film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's...
0: That'd I never really thought
2: about that, but that's pretty cool. You know, like the characters, they... They turn around. They talk to you, like you know how you know breaking the fourth wall or whatever, mm-hmm. is a it's a filmic device, filmmaking device that that is used sparingly. But you know, I think we're going to see entire movies where that's the whole thing. They just break the fourth wall all the time because you're, you know, you're not really a, a, beyond the screen. You're actually in the film. You know, right? Which could be mm-hmm. really cool. That
1: could be interesting. Yeah, like, like wouldn't it be awesome to be in a things.
2: film with like you know, whoever. Well,
1: like, there could be cool things that VR could do. Like, uh, a couple guys at work were mentioning it. Like, the idea of doing, like, pay-per-view events in a VR setting. So, like, uh, a concert. Yeah. And the VR is that, you like, you're there at the concert, but you're chilling at home. Front like, row. Yeah, you're front row. Everyone's front row then, right? <laughs> so, that could be kind of cool.
0: <laughs> could you imagine they still have you, like, way in the back? <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, you didn't pay for Prime Prime ski. Like in the back. Just like some
0: tall dude
2: in front of you too. <laughs> Just oh, me. And the it. whole
1: experience. <laughs> get that this. DLC in there so you get remove the tall guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the demo.
1: Steve
0: sitting in front of you. <laughs> yeah, remove Steve One $1.99 extra.
1: <laughs> yep. But yeah, like, there's cool applications for it, but in gaming, mm,
0: we'll see. I don't think it, I don't think it's going to take off in gaming. True. Sure. So we'll see. Um, cool. Good talk. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is definitely a wait and see uh, for me. I wasn't really paying attention until like this week when Oculus announced the price and stuff like that. I'll wait for the PlayStation stuff. I don't have a computer for Oculus anyway. So really, yeah. if, like, if I want to go anywhere, it's going to be PlayStation. And mm-hmm. I'm a huge PlayStation fanboy anyway. So.
2: Everybody's Whoa. sinking crazy amounts of money into this right now. Like, it, it makes me feel like the people who have tried it and the people who have the skills to put it together – they're they're seeing something we're not seeing.
0: The thing that yeah. I always wondered, too is like Oculus Rift's Kickstarter was like three and a half years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that was like what I was most surprised about. Where I was just like, how isn't how is this thing not like been released yet? Like why did you like you just kind of put this thing out there and let everyone see that there was millions of dollars in it because you got your shitty little Kickstarter got like a million dollars. So all these all these big companies saw like oh people I think might be ready for VR and that's probably when Place when Sony like started looking into PlayStation VR. So mm-hmm. what I was like most surprised about is just like that they're just now releasing Oculus Rift. Like honestly, I thought like because I I have I know people who have like the dev kit, so I thought that was just like what it was like it was just released to devs and and it was just out there already for people to buy. Like I had no idea. Yeah. Um. So it's just been waiting too long. I'm trying to actually see like when it was like – Yeah, I guess money's not a problem for them because Facebook owns them, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, so I was looking at that two ways. Facebook can either – they have the money to just pump marketing into it, just get it out there, let people know about it. Or yep. they have enough capital to just say, okay, let's just let this thing die because it's not interest to our customers mm-hmm. and whatever. Like, yeah, we paid – however much money for it but we're we're freaking facebook like it doesn't matter to us Mm -hmm. like the development kit dk1 was late 2012 so the kickstarter and all that stuff would have been before that i guess like that just like i was like what like it's 2016 this thing's not out yet i don't know so br we'll see
1: yeah they were probably sitting there i mean like yo we gotta get this out guys
0: (laughs) yeah like, like, PlayStation's they, doing theirs, Steam's doing theirs, like, Microsoft's doing their holodeck thing, like... Yeah, basically you basically to be there
1: first,
0: right? We basically just told uh, every major corporation that consumers are hungry for this thing, because it got, mm-hmm. like, um, like, it broke the record for Kickstarter back then, so... Yep. Yeah. yeah. Alright, cool. VR. Brett doesn't like it. Dan's excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I just...
1: There's things about it. I the <laughs> I did read that Sony was like, yeah, we have like hundreds of games being made for it. Yeah, so I'm really curious as to the games. Like if there's a killer app coming out for it, then I'll be a little interested. But right now it's just like shovelware. There's nothing cool out there.
0: Yeah, I so. think I saw um, it was like, I think it's the 200 games.
1: Oh, wait, actually, let me take that back. That Eve, that Eve game, that
0: looks really good. Oh, there you go. Brett's the winner. Is that mm-hmm. the, uh, <laughs> this like space fighter one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's Eve Valkyrie or whatever, right? Yeah, that actually looks pretty good.
1: <laughs> but that would be a good that would be a good experience without the headset, without the VR. So it's, it looks like a good game in general. <laughs> VR.
0: That was the other thing I didn't know that I thought uh, that I was asking like, is there a game that is just Oculus Rift? Like you need the VR for it? And apparently there isn't. Like you can still get, play these games, and then VR is just like a kind of an extra toast on top of that. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but if that's the case, like, then that's dead in the water already. Like, there's no exclusive content for it. Like, people just want to buy it just to get a better, a different experience. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was 3D, that was 3D in games, and that shit didn't, like, go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, I don't know, and I don't know if any of the PlayStation games have it or if I'm just, like, wrong. But, like, if there is not exclusive content for either, like, any three of these games, uh, any three of these VR things, then, like, what's the point? It's just like an add-on, a add on. A six hundred dollars add on. Who's buy Who's going to spend six hundred dollars on something that doesn't even have exclusive content on it? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll
2: have to see.
0: I'm also reading now that apparently Diablo Three is getting patched on PS4, so I'm happy about that. Uh, let's let's go. Uh, let's finish off the podcast with uh, what we've been playing lately. Cool. Which we don't have a theme song for. Um, <laughs> what have you been playing lately? No. Just like was, yeah. No, I'm cropping that out, and that's going to be the theme song every time. <laughs> I can live with it. Uh, Dan, did you manage to get any gaming done this week? You know what? I actually um, was looking
2: on the iOS last night, or no, a few nights ago, and I ended up getting uh, one of the Odd World games. I got the um, Odd World uh, Stranger, the the one that's sort of like a Wild Wild West. I just started it recently.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I think I you have know? that on Vita actually.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun. Um, the tutorial is quite long. I'm actually I've played it for like fifteen minutes, and I'm just finishing the tutorial now. So it's uh, it's quite a long tutorial, but uh, I'm excited to get to actually get into
0: it. It's like a three isn't it like a three D like kind of platform. Like, how do you feel like kind of using on the iPhone? Yeah,
2: uh, it's actually it, it functions reasonably well on the on the on the iPhone. Um, they've got like buttons in the, in the lower right to uh to you know do most of your commands and to change the camera angle you kind of have to go above those buttons to the upper right corner to change the camera angle and that's a bit annoying to have to change your your grip Mm um it's not too bad uh the thing that bugs me the most actually about it is the sound effects because there's a lot of they're they're a little over the top like abe's sort of sound effects are a little over the top right and that and then you know, every time you jump, every third jump, you hear the same like woohoo kind of sound effect. <laughs> it's like uh, it's kind of it gets a little tedious. Mm-hmm. I see. But uh, but the gameplay so far is pretty good. Definitely, uh, you know, I, w- I wasn't experienced. It wasn't too difficult to control on the iOS. I wasn't going, ah, this sucks.
1: Mm. It
2: uh, may be a little frustrating at first, but you-, you get a whole you get a hang of it pretty quickly.
0: Right. And so I'm looking forward to getting through that casually uh brett where you been playing
1: uh what have i been playing Jeez. um smite or actually smite? I've, I've taken a little break from smite smite break yeah a little smite break so smite i haven't been playing as much as i should be but uh i've been i went back to guacamelee this week well today i saw that you're going for the
0: all the achievements yeah there's there's a lot in there a is, lot is there like different steam ones are you going, are, like uh, you're going for the steam ones? I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Let me take a look at that list because I wonder if it's different than the. It could be. There's
1: there's 60 achievements right now. It's pretty intense. Oh yeah, that's more. Yeah, that'll be more than. Uh, so you know, I'm at session. 47 out of 60 right now. So almost done. Um, so I've been playing that because uh, I just I'm I stopped playing it for some reason and it was like the same thing that happened to me last time I played it. I just stopped. And I didn't get back to it. So I'm like, okay, we have to beat this game. So I'm playing that. And I'm playing two mobile games called uh, Spellstone and Deck Heroes. Um, because I'm working on a card game like Hearthstone. So, and, and I'm playing Hearthstone again too. So I'm doing a little bit of research for the, new, the next game I'm working at at SHG Studios.
0: True. Sure. Um, I've been... Uh I've been getting back into Runbow. I want to beat it for uh the DLC drops. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I'm playing the, like the last like chapter of it or whatever. And some of those cool. like like some of those last levels are so friggin' hard. Um, <laughs> but fun. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online a lot. Um like getting addicted to that game. It's kind cool. of like the it's just like Skyrim but online. It's actually more similar to Oblivion kind of stuff, but Mm. Um, or like some, it's a mix of the two, but it's uh, it's solid. Um, right. What I've been playing? What else uh, on the phone? Like SimCity Build It, which is just a, I'm like ashamed that I'm playing it so much, but whatever. That's... <laughs> Players got to play. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just like stupid fun, but it's totally like a money cash grab. Like, right? It's there's so much uh, freemium or sorry, there's so much like paid shit in that. Mm-hmm. and you would have to drop so much money in order to like get even like you know 20 percent of what it has to offer like the free side it's definitely designed that you will like give up the game mm-hmm. um before getting as deep as i'm in but I'm, i haven't spent a dime yet so i'm good nice cool um with all that then then we should probably just end the podcast yeah on, man yeah all right sure cool
1: back, back, time to play some more games yeah exactly work
0: we're babysitting we're oh. babysitting the niece this weekend so gotta clean up the apartment
1: time to oh. get those uh Sago Sago games out <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. i've
2: got like five cues to write for monday morning and seven cues to edit so i'm i'm basically going hard until i well, as soon as i drop the drop it with you guys and
0: all right, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. so don't bug don't bug Dan. But if you wanted to bug Dan, you can follow him on at Twitter on uh, composing Dan. Segue, I like uh, it. Yeah, there you go. And uh, if you wanted to follow Brett, you can do so at Brett Meiser at Game Dev Drinks, at Hard Circle at TP Smoke <laughs> uh, the Great Ham Jam. The Great Ham Jam. someday I'll have
1: an assistant that will handle most of those
0: (laughs) and then you can follow us at Toronto Game Devs and go to the site torontogamedevs.com rate us on iTunes five stars all that good stuff Uh, share it on Reddit and all those other places and uh, thanks for joining us for 20 episodes Uh, see you next week later